Thank you for choosing Raising Foodies, the Babies podcast series launched in 2022. At Babies, we believe the weaning journey for your little ones should be fun and enjoyable to encourage them to have a positive relationship with food. We produce food for babies and our ingredients are 100% organic with no added salt, sugar or preservatives. Our range is veg-led with a variety of fantastic flavours. Available direct from our website or selected supermarkets. Hello and welcome to Raising Foodies, a podcast from babies and myself, Catherine Lipp, registered nutritionist and specialist in infant and early childhood nutrition. This podcast is here to provide you with evidence-based weaning advice and offer a helping hand to any parent who is embarking on the wonderful weaning journey. Hello and welcome to the next episode of our Raising Foodies podcast with me, Catherine Lipp, registered nutritionist and the company Nutritionist for Babies. Now in this episode, I'm going to be talking to you all about weaning your vegetarian baby. So if you are a vegetarian family and you want to bring your child up as a vegetarian, that is absolutely possible to do. Um, And there's no reason why your baby should miss out on any key nutrients or be at risk of any deficiencies. However, I wanted to record an episode on this topic because um, a vegetarian diet, particularly for young children, does sometimes need a bit more careful planning just to make sure that your baby is getting everything that they need. So it's perfectly doable and possible, but it does need a little bit of focus um, and a little bit of attention. So I'm going to talk you through some of the key nutrients that I would like you to focus on if you are going to be raising your baby as a vegetarian. Um, And there's four main ones really that I'm going to cover. Um, The first is protein. I also want to talk about iron and the importance of iron-rich foods for vegetarian children. Um, zinc as well is another key mineral um, that we should be putting some emphasis on and also omega-3 fatty acids as well which are a good one to highlight with a vegetarian diet. Now um, I have actually recorded a previous episode about important nutrients for your baby where we do talk about some of these key nutrients as well so in addition to listening to this episode you may also be interested in going giving that one a listen because it will really go into a bit more detail about all of those um, nutrients that we're going to cover so please do check that one out Um, but let's start with proteins first of all Um, now protein requirements of babies are very easily met through a wide range of different foods Um, proteins are really sort of the building blocks of all of our muscles and all of our tissues so it's that proteins are needed for growth of our muscles and tissues but also for repair hair as well of any muscles or tissues that may need repairing. So you can imagine that as a young baby who is growing very rapidly, protein is really important to to give the body enough of that that building block to generate the growth um, and development of those tissues and those muscles that are developing very, very quickly at this stage in their life. And actually, there's lots of different foods that we can get protein from. Protein deficiency is not something that we usually see um, in the general population in the UK of young children. Um, And up until six months, up until you've started weaning, your baby's 
protein requirements are fully met through a milk-based diet. So breast milk and formula milk will provide all of the protein that your baby needs. So milk is really a good source of protein. When we start to introduce more solid foods, we do want to think about introducing a combination of different foods. um, And some of those should be protein-rich foods as well. So if we're talking about plant-based proteins or vegetarian proteins, um, we're talking about things like uh, beans, pulses, lentils, ground nuts, ground seeds, um, soya bean and tofu. Some grains will also contain a good bit of protein. So there's a wide variety of different foods um, that will provide protein as well as the milk and other dairy foods as well. So if your baby has dairy foods, um, things like yogurts, cheeses, um, cow's milk used in cooking, all of that can be included from around about six months and again will add to the protein content of their diet. So there are a good range of protein foods that you can incorporate into your baby's weaning diet Um, and the variety is really key. Um, so many of the plant-based proteins often don't contain the same sort of quality or quantity of protein that we might find in animal sources. Um, proteins are made up from something called amino acids. And what we want to do, there's, there's lots of different amino acids. And what we want to do is to make sure that we've got a complete protein. We want to make sure that we've got every single amino acid included in your baby's weaning diet in their protein foods. Um, now meats, and fish and animal sources of protein do have a very complete amino acid profile so they will provide all the different amino acids um, in in one particular product it's slightly different with those vegetarian sources of protein um, and it is perfectly possible to gain that full range of amino acids and all of those building blocks needed um, for the body to, to fully grow and develop but we just need to be careful that we are including a good variety of those vegetarian sources of protein and amino acids to make sure we are getting that full range. So that's why it's important to um, really put the emphasis on variety. So different types of beans, um, as well as some chickpeas and pulses. Um, Soya beans and tofu are a great plant-based source of protein because actually soya is one of those vegetarian protein sources that does contain the full amino acid profile. So you will get all of the different amino acids from soya beans um, or soya bean curd which is otherwise known as tofu so the the emphasis on variety is important with protein we don't have to worry too much about quantity because actually your baby's um, protein requirements in terms of quantity can very easily be met through vegetarian sources of protein Um, it's more the variety that we need to put emphasis on rather than the actual amount so for example from around kind of six to twelve months your baby's protein requirements will vary from somewhere between kind of 12 to 15 grams of protein per day and that is easily achievable through the milk that they are getting either breast milk or formula milk and also including some protein foods in their weaning diet as they gradually increase the quantity of solid food that they're eating um so as though that the milk feeds start to drop and they're starting to move on to kind of two and three meals a day that's when we want to make sure we are including some vegetarian sources of protein like the beans the pulses the lentils 
um, smooth nut butters, ground seed or ground nut kind of sprinkles on on breakfast cereals or on top of um, purees or mashed food um, to get that variety in. But we don't really have to be concentrating too much on the quantity um, because, as I say, it's not something that children are usually deficient in. So that's proteins. Um, I also want to talk to you about iron and the importance of iron for vegetarian children and babies. Um, Now, iron is a mineral that is really important for your baby's physical growth and development, but also for their cognitive growth and development as well. And actually, iron is one of the more common nutritional deficiencies that we sometimes see in young children. Um, And so it is one that's important to put some focus on. Now, um, what happens is during pregnancy, babies take iron stores from the mother um, and they store that iron in their liver and usually that iron depending on the the pregnancy and the duration of that pregnancy usually those iron stores are enough to last the baby up until around six months Um, and from six months onwards those iron stores are really starting to deplete so we want to make sure that through the weaning diet which kicks in around about six months we are topping up on some of those iron stores and the way to do that is by providing iron rich foods Um, now we get iron from um, animal sources which actually our body absorbs very very well but we also get iron from vegetarian sources and we call that non-heme iron there are plenty of really good non-heme or or vegetarian sources of iron the difficulty our body has is that we don't absorb that iron so well when it comes from a vegetarian or a plant-based source it's got lower what we call bioavailability which means that the body finds it harder to extract that iron from the food source and then absorb it so in order to meet your baby's quite high iron requirements at this stage of life we really need to be making sure that we are offering lots of iron rich foods um, because not only do we want to provide foods that are high in iron but we know that the bioavailability of that iron is lower compared to animal sources um, so that's why it's really important to put emphasis on, on vegetarian sources of iron um, and include them at every weaning meal if you can. So once you've kind of got past those first couple of weeks of weaning where your baby is exploring first tastes and getting used to um, some vegetable flavours perhaps, from then onwards it's a really good idea to introduce vegetarian sources of iron. And that might include things like beans, pulses, lentils, Lentils, chickpeas, smooth nut butters, or ground nuts or seeds. So very similar to what we've talked about with protein-rich foods, actually. Um, also some fortified breakfast cereals. So some breakfast cereals will have iron added. Um, a really good example of that is something like ready break. Um, but also just plain porridge oats does contain some iron as well. Um, and other breakfast cereals um, will contain iron. So for your little ones, just important to make sure that there's no added sugar or salt in those breakfast cereals. Again, another reason why something like ready break is a great one. Um, but those foods can be a good source um, because they have been fortified but just check the sugar and the salt content for babies um also things like some dried fruits so dried apricots dried figs um though and and raisins as well they can be really good sources of iron as well from a, a, a vegetarian source and again the variety is key so um you can head to the show notes for kind of a list of these iron rich 
plant-based sources um that will all be included there and you know it will also tell you how much iron is included in each of those foods and also what infants iron requirements are so you can see kind of how easy it is to piece together to to make sure that you're giving your baby enough of these iron rich foods to meet their iron requirements however I don't necessarily want you to go away and kind of measure and weigh every single food that you're giving your baby um it's that's you know that's not practical and it's not necessary um the the main piece of advice really would be to include some iron rich foods at every weaning meal where you can so if your baby is on one meal a day try to make sure that once you've got those first couple of weeks of just vegetables out of the way um introduce some iron rich foods quickly and then when you move on to two meals a day include some plant-based iron rich foods there as well um and then when you're on to three meals a day try and include some plant-based um iron rich foods at every single meal time if you can so two to three times a day is kind of ideal for making sure your baby is getting enough iron and because some of those foods are good sources of protein too that's also going to help to meet their protein requirements and you get a good variety of the the different protein building blocks and those amino acids in there as well What I will also say is that you can support the absorption of iron from those vegetarian sources um, by including some foods that are rich in vitamin C alongside. So vitamin C and iron go really well together. It's almost like a kind of lock and key effect in that the vitamin C will help the body to absorb some of that iron from the foods. Um, And most fruits and vegetables are a really good source of vitamin C. So um, actually by always including some vegetables or some fruits, alongside those plant-based sources of iron so your beans your pulses your lentils your chickpeas um, dried fruits fortified breakfast cereals nuts or seeds um, that will really help to boost the amount of iron that the body can kind of extract and therefore absorb so that's a good little kind of tip that you can do to make sure that the iron that you are offering is well utilized so that's iron and that's really kind of one of the key ones to focus on with vegetarian babies or vegetarian children um so consider that in your sort of meal planning and ingredients planning um zinc is another one um that's really important and zinc again really helps with your baby's overall physical development um now the beauty of zinc is that it it ties in very nicely with a lot of those iron rich foods that we've already talked about um so again because your baby is going through a very rapid period of growth zinc requirements are something that are more increased at this point in their growth than any other time um so um again things like those beans those pulses the nuts the seeds also whole grain carbohydrates as well so if you're doing things like brown bread or whole grain breads um whole grain rice and pasta as well those are really good sources of zinc um so if you are taking care of the iron and the protein the chances are that you are also taking care of the zinc and trying to include uh zinc rich foods again two or three times times a day is going to be a great way to make sure that your baby is getting enough zinc um so that's sort of an easy one to take care of once you have taken care of the iron you'll also be covering the zinc which again is going to support that physical growth and development as i say 
And the other nutrient I want to talk about is omega-3 fatty acids. Now, omega-3 fatty acids um, are really beneficial for your baby's um, cognitive development, so the development of their brain, and also for their eye development as well, in particular the, the retina. Um, omega-3 fatty acids can be very kind of anti-inflammatory as well. So for us as, as adults, um, they're really supportive in terms of good heart health and also joint health as well. But they do have a particular role to play in children um, with cognitive development um, and there's been lots of studies that have looked at the effects of omega-3s on children's mood and concentration and intellect as well and there's been found to be kind of a positive link um, between omega-3s and um, the cognitive development and concentration and mood in children so this can be another really useful nutrient to support your baby's overall development um, now, the best sources of omega-3 fatty acids come from oily fish. Um, now, if you're raising your child as a vegetarian who doesn't eat fish, there are some alternative sources of omega-3s that you can get from vegetarian sources. Um, and that includes things like chia seeds, linseeds, walnuts in particular is one of those nuts that is a um, high in, in omega-3 fats so if you're using something like ground walnuts or walnut oil for cooking um, that can be a good way to get omega-3s in also soya again um, crops up here and tofu rapeseed oil as well um, and other nuts like pecans um, and hazelnuts too so there are some really useful plant-based sources of omega-3 fatty acids there the difficulty with those plant-based sources is that the form of that omega-3 um, is not the most effective form for giving us those health benefits. Um, with the plant-based sources, the omega-3 fatty acid comes in a form of something called ALA, which stands for alpha-linoleic acid. Um, now, whilst our body can convert the alpha-linoleic acid or that ALA into um, the more health-promoting form of omega-3 fatty acid, which is something called DHA or EPA, that conversion process is quite slow and is quite inefficient. So you can absolutely include things like the chia seeds and the walnuts and the soya, the tofu, um, hazelnuts, pecans, rapeseed oil. You can include all of those things in your child's diet. Um, however, it may also be worth considering an omega-3 supplement on top of that. And if you're looking for a supplement, um, there are ones that are suitable from six months. So it's worth just checking with a pharmacist um, which ones are suitable um, and you can get sort of vegetarian or vegan sources of omega-3 from a supplement which are based on algae oil and the algae oil does contain the DHA so it is the more sort of health promoting form of omega-3 so that can be a more efficient way of making sure your little one is getting enough um, and if you have questions I know there's quite a lot of kind of facts and figures to remember there but if you have questions around this um, as it is a bit more of a complicated topic please do feel free to reach out to me um, via the baby's website or via any of our social media platforms um, and I'm very happy to answer any individual questions that you might have around these supplements or any of these specific nutrients for your vegetarian children. So that's the kind of the four main nutrients that I wanted to focus on um, if you are raising your child as a vegetarian. Um, it was the proteins, we talked about iron, we talked about zinc and finally the omega-3 fatty acids as well. Um, and, the, and the beauty of those things is that there is some overlap 
uh, of the vegetarian sources of all of those things um you know a lot of those foods crop up again and again when we talk about all of these different things so you know particularly the beans the pulses the nuts the seeds um so if you're including those foods regularly in your baby's diet and uh, you're getting a good variety of different beans and nuts and pulses that's a really great way to make sure you're sort of covering all bases and just before I end this episode I want to touch on vegan diets as well um I focus particularly on vegetarian diets during this episode and vegan diets are something that do need a lot more consideration and planning and there will be some supplementation that is necessary if you are raising your child as a vegan um so please do reach out to a registered dietitian or a registered nutritionist for some specific advice about how to plan and how to manage your baby's diet if you are thinking about raising them um, as a vegan um, and particularly with some advice around those supplements as well. So thank you for joining me for this episode. I hope you have found it useful. Um, Please do head to the show notes where I will give you a summary of kind of the key things that we've talked about and some of those facts and figures as well, because there is a bit more to remember with this one. It's a little bit more involved. Um, So I will put a summary there for you that you can use and refer to. Um, And I hope you will join me for the next episode of this podcast, where I'm going to be talking all about baby's drinks and cups and what to look for in a baby cup to ensure we promote good oral health for our little ones